Also, I mean, we had some tech timing issues on Thursday, Monday. We tried to put our video up, and YouTube was like, hold up, stop, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, As always, yeah. um... With me tonight, I got, of course, you know him, you love him. It's Ryan Alvarez. Yeah. um, YouTube doesn't like it when we talk about. WWE bad, so uh, or, not uh, not the first fight I've or had with Impact. Them, so. All right, it was a it was a double whammy. It was a double whammy, but and the zombies, the, the corporation trying to hold us down, man, which is a little Ugh. weird. Typically, it's AEW with YouTube marks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. See, guys, I don't have a bias for AEW. I just think it's better than most other wrestling right now. Because it is. And of course, with me and I, we got the front man, D. Hawaita. That's right. Hey, uh, you know, I, I don't know if maybe my um, Odyssey channel and some of the controversial statements I've made over there may have had something to do with YouTube. I'm definitely on a list. But uh, I got some, I just, I'm going to say you that. You made um, the list. It, I'm going to say this in the words of Conor McGregor I apologize for nothing. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> I apologize for nothing. God, I love Conor McGregor. I miss Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, we got to give some best out here uh, because it's come out that Kazuchika Okada, Taichi, and I'm not sure if you guys are going to know this name, um, but uh, Kotaru Suzuki for all Japan, all have tested positive for COVID-19. So... Uh, we know Japan is currently going through another wave right now of COVID, hoping hoping for their sake and everyone's sake, everyone's staying safe. Uh, everything's going to hopefully get better there and things are going to be A-OK. Yeah, there was a little bit of heat because some of the um, because some of the foreign talent, speaking, speaking on behalf of, of Americans, um, they, are, they were shutting down for a little bit, so they booked it. And then they turn around and they're like, oh, we're going back on tour this date. So, <laughs> um, yeah. But which was definitely a little a little hot and heavy there for a second. But um, but yeah, definitely everybody who has come into contact or has tested positive as far as New Japan goes so far, everybody is slated to be ready for Dominion. Everybody healthy, ready to go. This is me not saying anything controversial. We can't see any of it, thank God. Yeah, it was a little, it was blurry. <laughs> well, it's because of YouTube. Blurry. They're, censor- they're censoring me. But that's all right. I'm not saying anything controversial. Hey, what about pro D- wrestling? D-Y's <laughs> getting Woo! shadow banned in the middle of the show. 
Oh my uh, gosh! I've, 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 I've already had a three day, a three day, and a, a forty eight hour and a seventy two hour band. So, you know, don't say that, man. They're gonna shut us down, brother. Uh, Listen, we gotta make it to next gen. I was about to say, I've already been. I, I've personally have already been banned. Okay, <laughs> but you know, anywho. All right. Uh, other news coming out from last week. There were some recent releases from WWE again. Uh, mm. Names coming out of this were Alexander Wolf. Now, he's not released per se. They're just letting his contract lapse. They're not going to resign him. He's a he's a free man. June fifteenth or sixteenth, I think. Yeah, he's just mm. on NXT. So yeah, like, he was yeah. he was just kicked out of Imperium. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Ezra Judge, who was recently signed, um, and a lot of people are very surprised by this one. Uh, a lot of people saying he looks like, you know, the the perfect wrestler from looks um, to build. Supposedly, his promo skills were getting pretty solid. Um, so hopefully, we can see a bit more of him. Uh, in another yeah. company. Yes. I'm not sure where. But... Nope. Well, so did Tom McGee. That's all I'm saying. I mean, could he really go, though? I think Bret Hart just made him look real good. The same. Tom McGee looked real good, too. Um, Skylar Story, who is actually Lauren... Is it Bland? Tell me. I'm trying to remember here. I'm struggling. Skyler story. Brandy yeah. so Lauren. In, in, Brandy Lauren. Oh, yeah. Brandy Lauren. Oh, my God. There was a lot Sorry, of hubbub y'all. over that, too. That, it's, it's been a Monday. I'm, I'm struggling here. See, now it clicks. I don't, uh, I, don't, I don't recognize her by her slave name. I'm sorry. Um, oh, which is Which is kind of surprising because she was, like, just signed. Yeah. Like, I, I want to say either at the beginning of the year or the end of 2020. Um, yeah, a little bit upsetting. And then there was that post, I think, I believe it was Shotzi, um, that came out on Twitter and was like, God, we just move, move you in. And here we are moving you out. Like, you're, yeah. when, when, when you sign with the E, you're just a number. Yeah, there was, there was a picture this week on, um, on Ring the Damn Bell blog, which has This Week in Wrestling. And it was somebody on eBay is selling garbage bags with the WWE logo on it. So you can pack all your stuff for you. It's called the uh, the uh, Future Endeavors edition garbage bags that WWE has. Uh, Vanessa Bourne also released. We've seen her on TV sporadically. Um, mm-hmm. Once again, another person who we're kind of surprised they never really did much with. Um, yeah. Looks wise, you know, she looks like she would be, you know, easily could be Raquel Gonzalez, honestly. Um, looks wise, I think she could serve that same purpose. Yeah, but I'm going to put this out here, and 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 we've seen this when they they always put out those um you know this is the performance center recruiting class and these are the ones or whatever, and every now and again it's somebody from the Indies or it's somebody we saw in Impact or some something like that, but very frequently it's people from other sports and just rando randos who look like they could be a pro wrestler and you know i'll I'll say this it's like you look like a wrestler can we make you a wrestler and i think the answer for some of these people is no like like yes you look like you could be i don't know if you remember um when when um 
when uh, Wardlow g- gave was talking about his tryout with WWE and how when he got done, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Like, I'm way better than everybody else or whatever. And then they didn't sign him and they signed a bunch of other people like that turned out to, to be nothing, right? I, I think that's ultimately, we got to have to remember that the WWE Performance Center is not for producing professional wrestlers. It's for producing WWE superstars. And so they can shape a person who's already a professional wrestler into that. But when they take a gymnast or they take a former track star, or, you know, or, or a bodybuilder or a weightlifter or a rugby player or whatever, all these different people that they've signed, they're projects. And unfortunately, not all those projects are going to work out, right? Especially the ones that don't, that you, that don't love the business. You know what I mean? I mean, I'll, 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 give, I'll give Bad Bunny his due. Um, the guy obviously loves professional wrestling and he respected it enough that with never what he did he he certainly wasn't disrespecting the business um so i think it's possible i just think when you when you when you have people it's like well i guess my career in in professional uh australian leagues uh rules football didn't work out so i'll go try to try the wwe i think we end up with situations like this where you just have to cut bait on some of those folks and God bless him. I wish, wish him all the best. I don't think Alexander Wolf falls into that category for sure. He definitely I'm, doesn't. I'm not sure Ezra Judge or, uh, I mean, Brandy Lauren was an indie wrestler. Um, some of the people they have on this list, I mean, you could tell some of them were gone for other issues. A lot of these were us when we're told budgeting. Um, oh, yeah. What else are they going to say? Jessamine Duke. <laughs> Jessamine Duke is gone. She, yeah. she was released. Yep. Um, uh, I, I think it's. Yeah, go ahead. Jessamine Duke was a had you know flamed out yeah. of MMA and and gave this a shot. Which is fine. No, we man. totally missed. We missed the boat on this one. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't care if it if it was for a month or a build a Survivor Series. We should have at some point gotten you know the four horse women against you know right. the four MMA women. Like we missed the boat mm-hmm. completely on that. And I think that's the one thing that will always be remembered because out of out of the you know four of them, I mean, who's left? Um, Shayna, Baron, and uh, Marina Shafir's kind of half half because we don't even know what's going on. I mean, she's still signed, even, so there's that. But. She's still signed, but the last time we saw her, it was her and Roddy, and Roddy Designing was saying, "I'm done." NXT, and, yeah. So we still don't know what's going on with that, but the fact that only one of the four of them are actively being used and actively, I mean, for six, for six minutes tops a week on, you know, a C grade show, um, you know, doesn't speak much. Right. Um, I don't know. Do you think we're going to see any of them? I would say, are we going to see them in the Indies? Are you going to see Jessamine Duke in the Indies? Or is she going to go back to MMA or is she just going to be done? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if we see her on the indies. I mean, from my understanding, she's, she's, she loves the, the business, you know? Like, yeah. I, I don't know there's, what there's, else she would have been doing besides getting better at wrestling. Uh, I, I, like, I don't know. I mean, she could be like Paige Van Zandt and go do the bare knuckles thing and she's making some money over there but uh, it's hard to um, say these days another name released is um, Devi 
Uh, who competed and lost in the first round of both May Young Classics so far? Um, lost in the first round of the first one to Dakota Kai, and then lost in the second one in the first round to the returning Caitlin. Um, and it's kind of surprising because, once again, you know, as expected, that she was going to be a big part of uh, WWE India. <laughs> you know. Um, Trained by Greg Kali. Uh, where is it? I mean, she's been wrestling since 2016. So, uh, sorry, you said trained. You said trained by Greg Kali threw me off. That just threw me off. I mean, she's from India. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... So, uh, um, on top of that, we had two referees released: Drake Wurtz and Jake Clemens. Drake Wirtz, uh, so, sounds like this was more yeah. of a backstage issue than anything else. We don't need to go and into that's, that. <laughs> uh, we do a little bit because I believe this is also the reason why they let Ezra Judge go also because of the physical altercation they got into backstage. Um, you know, yeah, I just and, haven't and, seen and, that and, officially yeah, reported that that actually happened. That's my only thing. For me, that's only here. Um, I this was an official report. Yeah, so this so this would be according to Fightful Select. Um, mm. As far as just the heat that Drake Works had back backstage, and we don't have to get into the you know logistics of everything, but um, but there but but there was one physical altercation where Ezra Judge felt the need to get physical with Drake Works. So, I guess that could also tie into Judge's uh, release as well. Then. Yeah, I think, and and it's sad because you're right um, about Edger Judge, but you know referees are a dime a dozen now nowadays. You know, as long as you can take a bump and count and count to three, nothing else matters. You know. So count to ten. Count out, baby. Sometimes even four. Sometimes even four. <laughs> um, and last but definitely not least here, Velveteen Dream. Um, he's been released uh, a lot of times ah. to the allegations that happened during the speaking out movement. Um, if I'm being honest with y'all, he, he put out a statement this morning. Um, I'm, I'm not going to read all of it right here online. Just how we, you know, we've done our best not to go too far in accusations with uh, things that have not been proven uh, or disproven. We're not going to that information's out there. Um, before you make an opinion, I would say look at everything first before you jump down people's throats. Um, and now I'm saying this all not in support of anyone, but just that everyone needs to know all information before they can make an educated opinion. As an educator, that's what that's what my job is. Gotta teach y'all. So before anyone starts coming down here saying I'm supporting people. I'm not. Mm. I'm saying you need to well, do your due diligence here. Well, and, yeah. and, and if you read the statement that he put out, um, it, it was, I don't know, I kind of, like, part of me was like, okay, well, that, okay, it makes a little sense. And then some of it's like, wait a minute, it sounds like he's just trying to justify 
yeah i mean there's always there's always two sides to us to a story or i guess in no, this case three, three. <laughs> or more well, yeah yeah um there's always and, there's that and the truth <laughs> and here's the thing uh, what is and you know other than you know mar and i'm gonna vaguely compare this to marty scroll without getting into any of the your details, you know, other than actual physical contact, there's not really a difference as far as what's come out. So um, I don't think we'll be seeing Velveteen Dream for a while. I think the best thing for him is to lay low, let things blow over, get with the right people, and then hopefully oh. you can come back because you're a freakish athlete. Here's my big thing, and and and, and this is always going to be my opinion on this um because the accusations against him are not actual assault from my understanding um unless there's something that i've missed it's all alleged um harassment slash grooming um go after him in the court of law to clear your name you know I don't know what else to tell you. Do whatever you have to do. I mean, uh, his statement was not anything that particularly moved me uh, one way or the other. Um, but, yeah, you know, you, you did not say anything for over a year on it. And now that you're released, you've spoken on it. You know, you've left a lot of time to kind of get people to sit and let this fester. Do what you got to do go after who you have to go after for the truth on this because the the dms are there somewhere yeah you know and it's and it's and you know to your point you know it's not like you know he's been active either like there's been plenty of time um to kind of get your ducks in a row here so yeah um he hasn't been on tv since december 23rd so, uh, yeah, I just once again, I'm gonna emphasize this, guys. Do your due diligence. Look at everything before you can jump the gun here on this. All right, that's all I'm saying. Once again, sure. not in support of any one person in this. Just know all the facts that are presented at the moment before anyone jumps the gun. Something that we should all do for everything unless you can't see the gun well that, that's the attempt at the segue here because yeah, the gun is bad. staring you down the face have money in the bank with the return of fans john cena is supposedly set to return to the wwe uh, which lines up well he's uh, wrapping up film for a peacemaker series for hbo max on july 16th in vancouver um, or is that he's gonna be good to go for money in the bank with a crowd? How do you guys feel about D uh, Nation coming back? Um, I'm all for it, and here's why: WWE TV is incredibly boring now, now nowadays, and we haven't seen John Cena even in a one-off. We haven't seen him since WrestleMania. I'm oh, sorry, 26. WrestleMania COVID. Yeah, 
Um, I mean, there was two of those. You know, but... Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, even just for charisma alone and being able to actually cut a promo, and I'm kind of looking forward to it. Um, and I don't think you spoil it at Money in the Bank because I don't, I don't remember the, honestly, I don't remember the date when they're going back on tour. It lines up um, with that. Uh, Money in the Bank is supposed to be the first pay per view with an audience. Um, whatever the first tour date is, whether it's Raw or SmackDown, that is where he needs to make his return. I don't think he's done with filming at that point. No, well, whenever July. he's available, then. Yeah, first of July, beginning of the middle of July. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the reason I say this is because, you know, I don't want him to come back to a pay per view and, you know, oh, it'll be a great return and surprise, you know, but um, just for viewing purposes, um, if they want to capitalize, take him whenever he can come back. Whatever the first Raw or SmackDown is in front of live fans, advertise the crap out of it and stick him on TV. And I'm telling you, you're you're at least good for a point two or point three bump. Uh, yeah, but that's that's short term things. That's 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 and and if they if it's all WWE saying, is though. Like, no, you're you're right. You're right. But I'm just saying, I, I, I if it does happen, it could be to be sort of. Uh, you know, a boost to those house show sales of, of them getting back out on the road since they haven't been in so long. No house shows. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying that's that that could be that, and they made some sort of deal with him. And it might not even be to wrestle. It might just be to like show up for the meet and greets or whatever like that or something. Um, who knows? But even with that, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm I, I, I'm I am firmly not a John Cena guy, so. You know, unless he's coming back to get killed by the fiend again, I'd rather. Uh, guys, you're missing the very, very obvious one, because we all know what's going to happen. So, so he can so move back Roman to Reigns. defeat Roman Reigns. No, he's going over. Nah, dog. He's getting, he's getting number getting seventeen. Fed. Listen, he's getting fed to the um, head of the table because there's a new head of the table, and right. you can't see Roman Reigns. Do 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 shield. Do-do-do so shield. the first. So the first live show back is the SmackDown before Money in the Bank. So that's the show he needs to come back on. It's the go-home show to SmackDown. That needs to be it. And you're going to put the money on the – John Cena is going to win the Money in the Bank. Oh, my God. I yeah, I don't gonna think cash that's going to happen. Number 17. I don't – I don't think he needs oh it. And he's not going to win 17 plus uh, mania. That's where I'm at. I've, I've come no, to the re- No, WrestleMania is where Roman Reigns beats him back and wins the title back. I see it all exactly. now. Thanks Unless, a lot, Ryan. Thanks a guys, lot, Ryan. Oh, we're missing God. the very obvious thing here. If Cena wins it at SummerSlam, carries it all the way to WrestleMania, guys, what's better than John Cena versus Roman Reigns? How you guys feel about thrice in a lifetime? No. John Cena versus Roman Reigns versus The Rock. No. Because look, no. here's the thing. I mean, I... Apparently, Roman versus The Rock is penciled in for Mania. That's happening from all accounts. 
So I'll piggyback off of this because we're, if we're looking that far down the line as far as booking goes, you're going to get Brock Lesnar back. You're going to get a Goldberg are match. We? You're going to get an edge match. Yeah, you are. And I think we need to realize that now because if The Rock is competing at Mania, then I'm telling you now, Brock, Brock is coming back. Goldberg is going to have a squash match. It, 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 it just lines up with having um, a full house. Part-time mania, you mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, think, I think that that two manias, well, I guess last mania, um, you know, when it was at the PC and you had Goldberg, and it was, it was, it was fine. Okay, then we come to this past mania, and you had thirty percent capacity. Next year is going to be a hundred percent. The first hopefully. mania back in front of a full live audience, hopefully, or at least hopefully, hopefully. Let's and if it is, if it old. is, Vince is going to see dollar dollar signs, and he's going to back the truck up to get Brock back in the door. And Goldberg. It's just now, do I want it to happen? No, but it's the MO that Vince has created for himself. Right. I don't know if Brock's resigning. I, I, I don't know, man. Unless he is the unless he's the Joker on Sunday, he's going back to WWE. Yo, if Brock Lesnar comes out oh, this I'll weekend in AEW, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Well, I don't know if we're gonna have a reaction to that or what. No, but. because that's not that's not what Brock Lesnar's about, dude. If Brock Lesnar's gonna do anything else besides WWE, it's gonna be some super fight in UFC, or 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 it's, it's gonna be an MMA fight that's some sort of attraction thing. You know, he's gonna kill somebody. I don't know, but it, that's what it'll be. Moose. No, none, none of that. Dude. He's, <laughs> that's, beneath, that's beneath Brock Lesnar. Dude, Brock Lesnar is a UFC heavyweight champion. Yeah, nothing's beneath money. Brock Lesnar. It's just about how much you're going to get paid. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what I mean. Yeah, they, they can't afford Brock Lesnar. Period. Yeah. I don't know, man. Tony Khan's richer than WWE. Yeah, but he can't afford Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, that's just simple. <laughs> Dana White may not be able I think to at the end of the, Yeah, I think at the end of the day, and I know we're off track and we gotta move on, but I know that I know that, you know, for Brock it's about the payday at the end of the day. And I think yeah. with merch sales and I ah, think with man. being on hey, the wait, cover wait, wait, of wait. the programs and the collectors cups. I do wanna say this. We all rock hard on Brock for being a a money guy who who has no soul for the business. Every report says this dude actually loves the business, so I have a hard time saying he only does it for the money. I think he knows his worth. I'm going to say that. I think he knows his worth. Right. So the only person that Brock Lesnar would wrestle would be Daniel Cormier. And that's not happening. And where? Right. I I think there's more of a likelihood of that happening in a, in a squared circle rather than the octagon. That's good. No, for sure. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. All right, someone said Dana, and that's perfect because Dana Warrior recently just completely blasted Dark Side of the Ring, calling it scum and filth. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? That's, that, 
that that I, that's that's um that's the second wife being pissed that the first wife was in the TV show. I mean, that's pretty much. I mean, because because Ultimate Warrior's first wife was in the episode, is in the episode, well, and she and she had a lot to say because she was around during the period they're talking about, not later when Dana Warrior was his wife, right? So what ultimately for what what they were doing, what Dana Warrior didn't really have a whole lot to say. So I imagine she's a bit bitter. <laughs> I'm just gonna say. <laughs> So this lines up perfectly with the with the A and E biography that they just put out on the Warrior and this. And I, I don't know if you guys have been watching the A and E biographies, but yeah. they seem to um, lean more towards making WWE overall look very good. Yeah, well, of course. And whatever's going on on Dark Side of the Ring is exactly that. It is the dark side of the ring. It's things that are going to come to light and they might not always look look pretty. And yeah, Dana Warrior's a WWE person. I'm sure she's still a writer. I think yeah, okay. I think she's still signed to the company. Yeah. Yeah. So for her to lambast them is actually par for the course and it doesn't surprise me because right. she probably she probably loved the A&E bio, biography and had her hand in it but yet dark dark side of the ring yeah they're not going to come to you because you're going to lie and because you're be because you're a corporate stooge now okay right. so it's what it is well and and being a huge fan of that show i mean no i am the dark side of the ring i mean i like yeah. those biographies but biographies are those are usually meant to put the person in a favorable light they usually do um but and and it's not that they really like 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 make warrior look bad i mean it, it hasn't debuted yet so i've only seen parts of the some clips and things um it, it, it comes on thursday but um it's like he's a complicated dude like that's not mm -hmm. new, that's not news to anyone like you talk to sting you probably I mean, you talk to um, you know, there's people that knew him really well, and and you'll say you'll say, they'll say yeah he's a super smart, really intelligent guy, but he was intense and he had issues. You know, he had some some stuff going on mentally, um, and which is I mean not like he was mentally ill, but I mean he was a complicated dude, and so yeah. I, I think I think that's I mean that that's that's true. I mean that's they're not that's not anything now with Dana. Obviously, she's she's trying to protect uh, the reputation. His reputation is you can't do that. God rest his soul. But um, ultimately, defense, like, also her name and her kid's name. Right. True. But it's like it's still it's like, you know, it's I think it, that that sounded to me more of, of a situation where um, they didn't think that she had anything to add or whether she refused to be a part of it. I don't know. It's not like she um, refused. As, yeah. And so it's like, well, what are the, what were they supposed to do? Right. It's because lots of other people did agree. And I, and I, I saw someone on Twitter who was like, uh, yeah, well, if Hulk Hogan's on there, I, you know, but, and I'm like, okay, well, he's not really. I don't, I don't think he's yeah. interviewed at all for that. So it's, it, it's, it's a really weird because that's a, that's such a good show. And, and it has been such a huge hit for Vice. You know, they spun off the like dark side of football now. Which is and, real good. Um, it is good. It's really good. But it's last episode it's of Belichick. Well, 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 if I was WWE, I would be loving it because you think of how many people are going to go back and watch this old 
WrestleManias and stuff like that because you know based on on pay on to the, get the, a, a WWE Network on Peacock trailer in the middle of the right. freaking day. Right, because I did. I went back. I was like, oh man, I gotta go. I totally forgot about the the whole uh, you know North Korea thing and stuff. Oh my god, two, no! I watched what? I, I watched the two Cold Scorpio matches. We <laughs> we're not gonna be able to go into this because we're gonna run out of time for everything that we want to do on here today. <laughs> yeah. That collision in Korea, Dark Side of the Ring, <laughs> might yeah, be wow. one it's of the real. best things I've ever seen yeah. wrestling related. I mean, holy hell! As someone who's a wrestling and history buff, like, oh my yeah. god! Nothing like when it was a step up in in Siguri, huh? I know. Hey, or there's nothing like uh, there's nothing like making a homemade shank from metal chopsticks to kill someone. Yo, they got Antonio Inoki for, for this show, like, yeah. That dude is. What else can you do? Wrestling. I mean, like, look, we throw around the wrestling god moniker, like. Now, he might actually kind of be a wrestling right. god. Not like in terms of talent, but what he has done for the company. For he's, what he's done for Japan as a, right. as a politician. Um, he, tried to, he tried to leg sweep Muhammad Ali, for goodness sakes. Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> also, the most over North Korean of all time. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. God. All right. I, I, I could go on and on about how incredible that episode is. Um, but guys, we we gotta get to a little project here because I, yeah, and, I well, we just say Dana War Dana Warrior is not as big a fan as we are. <laughs> well, in her defense, we were probably around before she was. <laughs> True. Um, she's older, so I don't know. Yeah, but I bet we she's were old. watching wrestling longer than she was. That's what yeah. I'm getting at. She has, she doesn't know a headlock from a from a wristwatch. Okay, let's just put it like that. She's no, she's no Dino Machino. So, uh, that's right. Recently, recently, very recently, uh, I got very into figuring out what is the current contract situation for as many wrestlers as possible. Um, and there's an entire list that I've dedicated and I've put into a into a wrestling group dis, uh, Discord. Uh, spending way too much time on this, honestly. Um, I don't know if you guys have looked on it, but it is extensive. I do my damn homework, so. I appreciate that. I appreciate Ooh. that. And uh, having having done that, I got here going like, well, wait, what contracts are expiring this year? Let's, let, let's figure this out. And so what I did was I took as many of them that we knew that are, are expiring in 2021. Some of them I think may have already expired by a month or so, but nothing has happened to them. And I've divided them amongst, up amongst the three of us here. And I figure we'll just rotate uh, going through a, where they're at, who the person is and where we think would probably be the best spot for them moving forward. Now guys, this is all of course, opinion based, uh, except for the contract stuff. I mean, that's pretty like, uh, unless something has come out between 12 today and 8:40 on Monday like all of this stuff is as reported as recently all right so this is the most recent information that we have presented to us but everything else that we're doing this is all opinion stuff feel free to comment section in tell us what you think where you guys think they should go as well uh cod you look like you have a, a question 
No, you're good. Um, no, I will. I was gonna say it goes without saying, because um, I don't want each and every one of us to say it when we start our list. But all of these are courtesy of Fightful. Um, if you want to check it out, Fightful check out the and full list. Go there and another one. Pro wrestling. Yeah. There you go. There's a third yeah. one I can't remember the name of, but well, well, and quite a few of these. As I was looking, like like when I got them all, this is a couple of them. The wrestlers themselves had actually put stuff out on, on yeah. Twitter to other social media. So. so, I mean, these are all as confirmed as uh, official reports and wrestlers themselves. So uh, I'm going to start this off, and I'm going to start with Ronda Rousey, whose contract expired in April for WWE. And I got to be honest with you guys, she ain't coming back unless it's the Hall of Fame induction. Right. That's where I'm at. Ryan? Which she doesn't deserve. Unless, unless it's a celebrity, a celebrity. Hey, look, look, it was probably the best year-round celebrity attachment. I mean, she wrestled on Raw pretty frequently. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not down. I'm not downplaying it. It was just a, it was a year, essentially. All right, Ryan. Um, my list will start off with Sami Zayn. Um, due to due to his injury, his contract has been pushed back. To expire this fall, um, I'm gonna go a different route with my list, um, where it'll be where they're at now. Um, if they don't resign, where will they be? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for Sami Zayn, the choice is simple. You need to get a little bit generic. Go back to Ring of Honor, be El Generico again. Um, the thing is, is that Sami Zayn is a very outspoken person. Um, he, you know, has some, has somewhat fallen out of favor, I think back backstage, uh, with WWE. So, um, I think they're going to let his contract expire and then he will be ready for final battle. I will I wonder if, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to try and do not do this too much, but I wonder if maybe he's not going to want to resign after they've made him delete posts and such online. Well, he is kind of a douche online. Honestly, all right. Do you Hey, mine's wait. First one is Wade Barrett, and um, Wade Barrett was actually signed when uh, Mar Ranallo was let go to sort of take his place. He had been on NWA doing uh, doing color commentary and doing a fantastic job of it. Remember, he left WWE in 2016. Kind of just got just sort of done. Let his contract expire and wanted to go, went to Hollywood to try to make uh, straight DVD movies, which he made a few of. Um, but anyway, uh, did great on NWA and has done great so far. Um, I think probably that was a tryout just to see. And I think he's he's done fantastic. And WWE would be silly not to re-sign him. I think the only question is, does he want to wrestle? And that's really the only question, I think. So they may have to adjust his contract for that. All right. Up next for me is Miro in AEW. Supposedly when he signed, it was only for about a year. Uh, some speculate that's through 2021. Um, and honestly, I, I am hard-pressed to think he doesn't re-sign with AEW. Um, they're really starting to, to, to roll with him. I think he's going to have a great match with Lance Archer here coming up at Double or Nothing. Um, God. His promos these past couple of weeks have been nothing short of fantastic. Um, and that's, that, that's really, I, I could ramble here. So Ryan, hit us with the next one here. Yeah. Um, coming from AEW, that'd be uh, Mr. Chris Jericho. Um, 
Uh, his contract is set to expire at the beginning of 2022. Um, it does not line up with the Jericho Cruz. Jericho Cruz is, is towards the end of October of 2021. Um, I think that this is kind of his ride into the sunset here with AEW. Um, he might make um, an appearance in New Japan for maybe a match. Maybe we'll see him at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, but the only other place that he goes is WWE for his eventual Hall of Fame in induction, which he should be the headliner for. Um, but I think after his career is over, he's going to take Jim Ross's spot on commentary. Mm, like it. I like it. All I right. like it. Dwight? <laughs> hey, Bryce Rush. Bryce Remsburg is mine. Um, and uh, Bryce is, there's only six referees signed to AEW. Um, and I would say, I'm going to go ahead and say he's probably number three of those um, with, with only Paul Turner and, um, and Aubrey Edwards ahead of him. And then, of course, Rick Knox and then some other guys. I, I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to say Bryce Remsburg's probably going to stay there um, unless unless he has the opportunity. We just had a couple of referees that go with WWE. So unless, unless there's a step up, um, you know, he was a guy, he was in, he was a, a Chikara guy uh, for most of his, you know, his career until he signed. And when he signed with AEW, it was a pretty big deal. And, it, and he announced it that it was a, actually, you know, I was trying to see if he really up. It says a, when he signed in 2019, it says multi-year deal. But, it, but it, all the force, it was two years. So his contract is probably coming up. I don't see why Bryce Strauss would believe AEW. He's, he's pretty, he, he's there pretty often. He's a, he's, he's pretty visible as a referee. Uh, up next for me is Dan Housen in Ring of Honor. And uh, I got to tell you guys, this is, obviously I'm the Dan Housen guy on the show. Um, El Genera Housen, uh, if you watched a couple of weeks ago on Ring of Honor. Um, and I think it's going to depend on one thing, and, and that's going to be how well he gets over with the crowd when crowds are back at best in the world right here in Baltimore. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's true. It's true. That we may or may not already have tickets for. Yeah, he's, he's, like the, he's almost like Dalton Castle, like the same kind of thing, you know? He Except needs, like needs 80 pounds lighter. I mean, he needs the crowd. Like the, the, yes. You know? I mean, he is, he is, I think, very comical. And I think uh, his shtick is very over online. Uh, it's just going to depend on how we book him and how, how crowds react. My Ring of Honor is very well known for being the ring work show. True. You know? um, and, and not that Dan Housen isn't, you know, entertaining, but, you know. He's not someone who I'm throwing in the pure uh, division. He's probably a TV title guy, and we have some fun entertainment matches. Uh, if he doesn't get re-signed to Ring of Honor, I kind of think Impact is the best move for him. He can then join mm -hmm. everyone's favorite stable, Decay. Yeah, perfect. And tag team with Crazy Steve. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, right? I'm selling yeah. you guys on this. All right, Ryan, go to probably one of the biggest names on this list now. Yeah, uh, but no surprise coming. Um, Kota Ibushi um, has vehemently said that he wants to retire in New in 
in in New Japan. He doesn't want to go anywhere else until he retires. Um, you know, with all the talent swapping, you know, a match here, a match there. Um, but if he goes anywhere else, um, it's guy, it's got to be NXT. Um, he already has experience in being in the Cruiserweight Classic. Um, you know, and I think just with the 50-50 success and their, and then being able to back the truck up, you know, it might pull him out. But I, I got to think he's staying in New Japan. I don't, I don't see him coming away you from there. You think NXT over AEW? Yeah, yeah. He's gone on record many a times. Um, now, people from AEW coming to New Japan – to face Kota Ibushi, I think, is a possibility. Um, but he said on, on more than a handful of occasions, he does not want to leave New Japan un, unless he's retired. So, All right. D. White, uh, you up? Uh, this one was the easiest one of all of them. You gave me uh, Dan Moff from uh, ROH, who uh, was removed from ROH's uh, active wrestler list on their website in October. So it goes straight from Dalton Castle, Dan Housen, Delirious, no Dan Moff in there. And they brought him back when they were doing that sort of old school thing um, for a few matches. And they had Jay Lethal when they were doing that right before COVID. Um, I, I mean, at his, his sweet years when he was doing his best were early ROH like 2005 to like 2011 so not much to say for him I mean, he's been around the indies I've seen him on a few shows on uh, WrestleMania week but yeah he's uh they're just gonna pay him not to be on TV because he's they've already moved on from him apparently they, they either they bought out his contract or he's doing some behind the scenes stuff because he is not an active wrestler according to me interesting I was unaware of that um, oh, nice for me. I have Mike and Maria Bennett. I kind of put the, them together because I figure, let's be real, they're going to be a package deal. Um, and I, I don't see them leaving Ring of Honor. Um, yeah. Maybe if you back the truck out to them, but I, I almost feel like AEW's top half of the roster is too full. Um, mm -hmm. Impact, God bless them. I don't think they have the money to pay these guys what they're worth unless they're bought out by Tony Khan. Um, so I, I think go to Ring of Honor. Uh, you know, they're signed for a year, and I think they have the deal where they could stay for an extra year, like a fifth-year fifth option. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, I, I don't see them going anywhere to me. So, uh, Cod. Yeah. Um, Chase Owens is the next individual on my list um he's a he's a big twitch guy you know and i really if, if i think he's made in the shade where he's at honestly i think he's made in the shade in new in new japan comes over when they do strong etc if not um I think uh, maybe Impact would be a good place for him. Um, they already have that Twitch relationship. Um, you know, they pre-record a month, you know, five, six weeks in, a, in advance. 
Um, you know, so he would be able to stream, do all of the stuff he normally does outside of professional wrestling. So, but he's a, he's a member of Bullet Club, you know, and just, you know, I, th- I think he'll stay in New Japan though. All right, GY, you up? Uh, my next one is actually the, the 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 best conversation one. That's Shane Taylor, the Ring of Honor, mm. and um, his 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 contract is supposedly up. He says it's up in twenty twenty one. Of course, do you remember a couple of years? I think ago, it's a fifth year option also. Of, uh, his well, yes, there is an option for twenty twenty two. But here's the deal. Um, remember in twenty nineteen they've made that into a work as part of an angle to his contract situation with ring of honor. Yep. It was, it was all part of the, And so that may be one of those things where I was like, okay, what's real, what's not real. Did he really sign a contract then? Is it for more, if we just go with saying, okay, yes, there's an option to 2022, but if, if it's up at the end of this year, which is what he said, which might be a work, it might not be a work. Um, if it is, he's a pretty good he's a he could he could move on you know and um he's got a relationship you know he he tagged with keith lee in ring of honor when they when uh when keith lee was there he's got obviously got some uh relationships with some guys that could work out impact um shane taylor's an interesting guy because he's really upped his stock in the last since he signed that last contract he probably took advantage of of all those guys leaving ring of honor as well as anybody did and so, um, yeah, I'm just putting that out there. I'm going to say that Shane Taylor is probably going to go to NXT. That would be the saddest day of my life. <laughs> I know. That's the saddest day? There might be, there might be one or two worse. <laughs> yeah. And there might yeah, be but later also, on this list. Yeah, I also had him in – my top five of guys who are currently active and have not won a world championship. So yeah. if he does move on, I hope he wins a ring of honor world title before again. Um, up next for me, I have Silas Young, uh, ring of honor lifer for me at this point. I don't think he's mm-hmm. going anywhere. Sure. Brian, he's the last real man. Yeah. He's do that so many other places. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I have, I have, PCO. Um, some of you might know him as Pierre Carl Ouellette, uh, one half of one half of the Quebecers. Um, it's either Ring of Honor or retirement. Um, I do research. I don't believe the Quebecers are in the Hall of Fame. Um, mm. I mean, no. it it wouldn't surprise me. Tori Wilson's in the Hall of Fame. Um, but that would be the I, only other spot. I think I think Jacques Rougeau with the Mountie, didn't he go? I don't know if he went in the Hall of Fame as the Rougeaus. Um, but yeah. So half of the Quebecers might be there. I'll have to look and see if the Rougeaus are PCO will go in for his work as PCO and no one's gonna talk about it. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's Ring of Honor retirement at this point. He's into his mid-50s. Um, he's doing great work in Ring of Honor. I'm really excited to see where they're going with PCO and Dan Housen. Um, yeah, for sure. Cool. <laughs> all, all you, all you got, all you young guys. This is what PCO reminds me so much of Terry Funk in ECW. Like when Terry, because Terry Funk was washed up. He was in ECW. Look, look. He's a world. I, but let me tell you, he put on some matches. 
the only yeah. Terry Funk I visualize ever is him and Roadhouse. That's the only Terry Funk I know. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> Dwight, you're up. All right, I forgot, man. I forgot. I'm gonna go back when I when I I had wrote, written in my notes. Bryce Ramsberg um, may be the greatest referee in the history of referees. If you remember, he was the referee in the match at, at uh, Joey Janela's Spring Break 3 between the Invisible Man and Invisible Stan. So, that's right. I mean, right. What, other ref, what other referee could do that? I mean, that's just... Jeff that's, Pittman that's, Hall that's, rolling I'm, in his grave. I know. Anyway. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure Cod Sinclair could, but that's for another day. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's all the counting. One, two. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Flamita is my next one. And so um, I, I think with this contract situation, which his contract may already be up um, it, or, or, or there's some, there's some not unsure things about that. But if you saw Ring of Honor TV, it was a couple weeks ago, we walked out on Bandito's partner and it's like, I'm out mm-hmm. of here. Which uh, I think that might signal that he's out, um, that he might be headed uh, out of Ring of Honor. Uh, Flamita did um, his, he kind of made his name in Dragon Gate over in Japan. You know, that's where he really, uh, uh, you know, became kind of a star. And then, if, I mean, of course, he was in AAA. He was in AAA before, but he really got big. And when he came back to AAA from, from Dragon Gate, really, that was, he sort of made a star. Um, and I mean, obviously, if you can be in Ring of Honor, and a lot of, AAA has a lot of agreements with different places. I'm going to go out and say that Flamita may uh, may uh, end up um, in it. You might see him on on uh, AEW Dark Elevation. You might see him on on uh, AEW Dark, or you might even see him on Dynamite. But um, I, AAA is going to be where he's headed for now, anyway. Um, I think if you see him and if you listen to some of the quotes he's put out, uh, he really likes going to Japan. So uh, he may that 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 could happen too. But I'm going to say. If he's not in AEW, he's going to be back in AAA. It's back to me, and I have a former Impact World Champion here. I have Rich Swan. Uh, supposedly, his contract is up this month. Um, yeah, that's what I heard. I kind of imagine he is either A, working. I mean, they might already have the, the tapings done. Yeah, I know, next gen. I mean, I, I, I don't know that's where he's going to be exclusively. I think he's going to re-sign with Impact. Um, I, I think Impact is also probably the best place for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they value him very much. And I think, uh, you know, they're going to use him the way Richmond would like to be used. And I don't know if anywhere else is going to do that. So, Ryan, you're up. Yeah. Um, the next two I have on my list, I think, go hand in hand. Um, and I think they stay where they're at. Um, but I'll go one at a time because their deals are really unique that they recently signed. Um, the first that we will touch on is going to be Dragon Lee, uh, who recently did resign. Um, but the the deal that Ring of Honor has uh, with him is is where they can go and work with any other wrestling promotion. And it's all about whether they can agree to a deal on it or not. Um, but it's a very interesting deal. And the next person on my list, like I said, goes hand in hand with that. Um, but uh, I mean, if not, 
Ring of Honor than WWE. Yep, there it is. Yeah. Well, be, well, before he re resigned, there was a lot of steam with that person and the next person on the list that I have. Um, so yeah. Although I heard that a certain uh, El Idolo convinced them otherwise. Mm -hmm. Wow. D I have more information on that coming soon. Hawaii, you're up. That would be El Idolo. Man, you gotta work on that Spanish. Speaking of that, Ray Harus is who I um who I had next, and he's currently signed the Ring of Honor. Um, originally known, remember, you know what he's what his name was originally. Dragon Azteca Jr. Well, before Dragon Azteca Jr., he was El Hijo El Hijo de Rey Mysterio. Okay, yeah. He was the second. Yeah, he was the second. Uh, wrestler to be the son of Rey Mysterio. Of course, the original son of Rey Mysterio is the cousin of Rey Mysterio that we all know. Um, Rey yeah. Mysterio Sr. trained down. Um, but anyway, Rey Harus, um, of course, Dragon Azteca in, in, uh, in, Lucha. in Lucha Underground. Um, but he kind of, after that, he went to MLW and he, you know, he's kind of one of those guys that if, if you, you forget how good he is. I mean, I don't care. He is a really great, really great wrestler. And I think um, he did great. I think it, with MLW doing, uh, you know, it's kind of, you know, upping their uh, uh, status a bit with the TV deal um, with Vice. I think maybe uh, he may end up going back to MLW because he was pretty successful there. So um, I'm going to say that uh, Ray, Ray Horus is headed back to uh, MLW. All right. All right. Uh, up next, because I know this one was going to cause all kinds of controversy. Um, Kira Hogan, and uh, that's an impactor for life. Well, maybe not for life. She, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Diamante gets signed full-time to AEW. Maybe she tries to come over. Uh, but I think she's got a good thing going with Tasha Steeles. Keep that up. Get your money and be a tag champ for as long as they will keep booking you as the tag champ. All of this tells me she may have already resigned. Right. <laughs> Maybe I'm wondering genuinely if they took the belt off her in case she didn't resign and then she did. So they put him back on her. Because is, is women wrestling completely defunct now? That's like dead and gone. No, never happening ever again because and she was on there. Um, um, my only thing with them is I don't think they sign independent contracts. So like they, they are independent contractors, right. but it's not like I think um, you know the major companies well, here where well, I mean, the, la the last shows that they were on access before the all the deals in New Japan was still on access. I mean she was there, Havoc was there, Tesla yeah. was there, um, Santana Garrett, you know, a lot of those they were all so who knows? I haven't seen it. Yeah. All right, Cod. All right. So to tie in my part two here, uh, the current Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion, Roosh. Um, same thing, as I said about Dragon Lee, uh, recently re-signed re uh, re WWE passed on signing Roosh because uh, his asking price was too high. Um, so either WWE continues to try and lowball outside talent or um AAA who represented Roosh um think a little too highly of him um but either way um 
either there or triple a i think i think you know he's in the best spot possible um i think i think he keeps the strap on him until at least after july well and of course i'm sure that a lot of them have seen what they did with talents like uh andrade and lucha house party like, like every one of them that they that they've used it's it's never really worked out or they've made them a, a you know they killed them just by making them into a comedy thing so yeah yeah all right d white yeah my next one is rhino who's not in roh by the way Matt, yeah i, I just fixed it. Me the thing? i just He's, fixed it I, he, he also just water guys for you he also he also just won the impact world tag team titles so i think he, i know he was on a one-year deal and i think they were he, I, he was probably in and i know that a couple of wrestlers signed with impact on the promise of the tv deal right because it hadn't materialized yet and so i think he was one of those guys like okay i'm gonna sign with you for a year and make sure you're not lying about this tv thing and so um i, I expect i expect him to resign he's and, and plus think about rhino i mean if you in the history of tna and impact i mean he's probably a top 10 all-time guy right for them so yeah rhino's impact all the fame a hundred percent all day so so he, i smell I mean, a top I, 10 bruin dude let me tell uh, you when uh, he impact all the famers i'm gonna just say no this. top top 10 all-time TNA and Impact yeah. performers. Yeah, and sure. you look at it like that, Rhino's not a top 10 guy. Come on. Well, I was about to say, are we talking like only only no. of their work in Impact? Yes. Even if, even if you if, even if you talk about just TNA, Rhino's not a top 10 guy. Oh yeah. He's a top I've got 10 half guy. the I've got half the X division above him. Like, come on. Come on. I, well, all I know is I remember when he debuted and he gored Raven. Oh yeah, and, I mean look, it was look, it was amazing. This is a whole argument that we're gonna have to save. Um, well, I will say his his promo after winning the world title for for TNA and going, this is an ECW. This is total nonstop act like that promo that they cut from from that yeah. parking garage. Joe, right. that's a, that's a that is a fantastic promo. That may be one of the best vignettes ever that ever happened in Impact. Yep, love right now. He's going. He's not going anywhere. That's the thing. All right, and we're gonna we're gonna change up the order for this last round here, because uh, I think one of us has probably the most interesting talking point out of this, as we've already kind of noticed. Uh, my next one is Thunder Rosa, who's currently signed to the NWA, and my friends, if she is not AEW bound, then she's staying in NWA. Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe. WWE tries to spend a lot of money to get her. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't see her leaving for, for the North, <laughs> especially no, with uh, not being able to control how you uh, yeah. present yourself on, on TV. Uh, D White, I'm going to let you go next year. Yeah, well, mine was pretty interesting because mine is Nick Aldis, who is the current NWA World Heavyweight Champion and uh, World let, World Heavyweight Champion. Let me just and I brought out a quote of him when 
as, as you remember, I don't well, as we remember, as we remember, um, when he left Impact, or TNA, he left him to sign with Global Force Wrestling, okay, which he did with Jeff Jarrett. And then when he came back and they started working together and Jeff Jarrett was the booker for, you know, when that fiasco all was unraveling, he refused to re-sign with Impact, even though they were working with, and his, this was his quote. He said, there is no point in me signing if I'm going to get nothing in return. Okay. So he had been working without a contract for them while we're having contract with Global Force. The point is, that's the same situation that he's going to be in now. It's like, it's he, as goes Nick Aldis, so goes the NWA. I think if Nick Aldis resigns, all is well, and we continue with, with, with the project of, of rehabilitating the NWA. If Nick Aldis does not resign, that is because the NWA is dead. It's simple. And, and I think um, I am going to, I'm, because of all of the partner sharing deals and the talent swap deals that NWA has, and you see, see Serena Dean, and you see the belt on AEW, and you see, you, know, you see that stuff happening, you see them on MLW shows, you see them in AAA, you see them in Japan. The, the NWA has, has, has been um, willing to sort of let the, those guys go. And, and, and of course, they wanted to bring Nick Aldis back to be that traveling champ. What I want to happen is that, it, that Nick Aldis, Nick Aldis resigns with the NWA, and eventually we get Nick Aldis versus Kenny Omega, and it's the brawl to settle it all. And that's, that's what I hope is happening. I don't know if that's what's going to happen. That's what I have about. You saying Kenny Omega is going to put the final nail in the coffin that is the NWA? Or it's going to come roaring back to life when the national treasure, Nick Aldis, pins Kenny Omega one, two, three. It takes all the belts. Oh, God. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you've, you've made me far more intrigued. I just thought it was just going to resign. Okay. All right, Ryan. Let's everyone get out yep. their pitchforks, their torches. Let's fight. Um, Moose is the final one and right now he is signed an impact he's made it very clear that his contract is up in June um, obviously he's going to challenge Kenny Omega for the impact world championship at against all odds um, I think that'll be very telling on where his stance is within, within impact if they put the title on him I think he's going to resign um, if not, now is where it gets very interesting because if you look at the landscape of you know of, of professional wrestling, Moose is not a dumb person. He can look at WWE and look at the talent that's being used, and if you think for a second he he's not going to go straight to NXT, then he's crazy. But I'm not saying he's going to NXT, although I think he'd be a good get. Um, AEW is way too crowded. I think Ring of I, I mean this with all due respect to Ring to to Ring of Honor. Moose needs to go forward. He can't he can't stay stagnant. I think the Ring of Honor is its own beast. I think that I think that Ring of Honor has kind of a a click right now. I think you would say um, 
I think they're going to ride that. I'm just a youth. Um, it's kind of a youth movement slash back to the pure division slash stable war warfare. There's a lot of different things stable going warfare. on. Warfare, I love it. It's great. Um, Stables make it more interesting. So it's, I, I think out of all, I think he resigns. I really do. Because Impact has that working relationship where he can go and come and go. Um, I think we have great crossover matches. Um, if it's not Impact, I think it's the wrong choice because he'll go to NXT. Um, you know, and he could be a future NXT champion, honestly. Uh, he should be on the main roster. And he should be a main roster champion. But how many guys have we said that about NXT? You know, and that's, and, and that's kind of the disconnect for me is where can Moose go to further his career? And unfortunately, I think the only answer is WWE. Right. Um, remember, he was, I mean, he was paid. Yeah, well, and he was yeah. in Ring and he already did Ring of Honor. I think that would, I wouldn't even, that wouldn't be an equal step. That would probably, it would be really a step backwards for him. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was great. I mean, I mean, he was good. I mean, but, but he was green then. He was super green. Remember, he was like, he came out, when was he with like Chris Nana at first or Stokely yep. Hathaway? And then, and then he had Vita Scott with them and he, he was, he was battling. He and Cedric Alexander were, you know, had matches like every other week. And, but, um, but I mean, then they were together and they were against each other, whatever. But anyway, I mean, that he sort of, I thought when he went to Impact, that was a step up for him. I think he's ready for another step up, you know? Yeah. I, I just, I just don't see him passing up an opportunity to wrestle guys in AEW and New, and, and New Japan. You know, I think there's so many more greater opportunities. Is there any way he goes to Japan? I mean, he's been he's not, he's he's definitely was it when they would have the New Japan ROH shows. I, I know he. he Is there any way he gets signed and becomes like the next leader of Bullet Club, kicking out Jay White? No, but I could see him being like a, a what was it, like Giant Bernard, you know, that kind of guy in New Japan for sure. Yeah. Scott Morton, that kind of guy. I I hesitate to think he goes anywhere that's not WWE. Um, I agree with you, Matt. If, if he doesn't re-sign, and God, I hope he re-signs, because I, I think he is the foundation on which you rebuild impact on, obviously. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. I think he's a guy who could and should be wrestling at wrestlemania at the top of the card i think his promo work is there i think his in-ring work is there um it's just flipping a coin man um if he goes to nxt what would his nxt name be quickly his real name no it would be his real name i bet you because he has quinn ojanaka I mean, that's a decent name. That's a good WWE name, right? Elk. Yeah, you're right. They wouldn't do something that stupid because then they couldn't, uh, they couldn't steal his name from him. Um, um, El, El Ijo de Dabacato. Um, oh, my God. 
Who knows? Although, let me just oh. say, I mean, he's already got beef. You know, the, I mean, you can set up the angle. There's like Drew McIntyre to bring in someone from your past who's seeking revenge. Her business, baby. Yeah. The her business. Um, right I'm about to say, yeah. is Moose a big enough name to keep his name? Well, uh, that's is, is he Adam Cole? No. Is he Kylo Ryan? No, 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 he no he's not. No, he is the next. He is, I think, the next tier as far mm-hmm. as name as, as far as name recognition. I think, I think he's next tier. Um, no, he's he's we're gonna, gonna we're gonna find this out. All right, I'm gonna put in a WWE name generator. Okay, well, well while you're doing that. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to go to the plug because I know we're running short on time. Um, guys, go check out the, U, the the YouTube page. We're doing really great, great work over there. Um, Alvarez versus Meltzer is pumping them out. Um, make sure to stay tuned uh, for this weekend for our Double or Nothing prediction show. Double or Nothing is on Sunday. Um, a lot of people have Monday off, so it should be a – well-bought pay-per-view. Um, I have two big announcements, so I'll wait till after you. Um, big announcements. God. <laughs> I can't. Jack the Mountain Jackson. That's fair. You're a tag team cruiserweight from Nebraska. I'm not making this up. I don't know if you guys did. Great. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mountain um, Jackson. Yay, yeah, look. They they drew they drew to the name. All right. Big announcement number one. Big announcement number one. New programming. You guys have been asking for it. We've been talking about it. Now we've actually got something pen to paper. It's coming. Debut is June 1st. It is Here Comes the Pain. Uh, Here Comes the Pain will be a YouTube exclusive. Uh, It'll be on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Um, It'll be a Raw review on Tuesdays and a SmackDown review on Saturdays, um, which means little WWE content on the actual WrestleCast unless it is a pay-per-view review that will be hosted by our own Ben Payne. No longer Ben from Colorado, getting rid of that gimmick. He is now Ben Payne. He, the one and so here comes, So here comes the pain starting June 1st. Second big announcement, and nobody knows this. Um, well, you know part of it. Um, Next Generation Wrestling having a show coming in June. Um, this Thursday, we will welcome back Eddie and Cody back to the back to the WrestleCast, where and I've been confirmed that this is actually going to happen. We they will announce yet another match for their star-studded card. Okay, oh, fantastic! Please, guys, get on board with this. Okay, I heard a rumor. It, it, I heard a go, rumor that it, I heard a rumor that it's going to be Trey Miguel. Is that true? Is that true? Look, I can neither confirm uh, nor okay. deny. What I can say is he did like that I said I'd buy him a party bowl if he showed up. That's true. And then now he follows you. Um, Wait, what? So, guys, if you, you – he, he follows you, right? No, I'm sure they I like you. 
Oh. Anyway, if you like these breaking news stories, it's fine. If you like these breaking news stories and you like us bringing you brand new fresh content and you like what we're giving you, guys, go to ko-fi.com slash PWO123. It's as easy as 123 for the price of just a cup of coffee a day. You can support us. You can support our travels to these wrestling shows to bring you bring in content. Um, and, we, and we'll bring it to you either way. So any any support is greatly appreciated. Yes, it is. Hey, yeah, and check me out at the Dean of Old School over there on Odyssey. Sometimes I talk about wrestling, but most of the time it's just stuff that would get me kicked off YouTube. So anyway, come find me. With that, Kyle, is there anything <laughs> else you need to plug? Oh, no. That's it. I cut it. Oh, man. Well, guys, that's it. It's Monday. So I hope you all make it to the rest of your week. God knows I'm trying. We're, we're going to find out. We're, we're going to find out if I make it to Thursday or not. Uh, and with that, I must bid you adieu. Check out the YouTube. Y'all already know. Hit up that Kofi.com. Price of a cup of coffee. Y'all already know. Goodbye. Good night. Bang. See you Thursday. Right.